You're listening to Kiama Community Radio. This program is brought to you by Kiama Leagues Club, the modern, friendly heart of Kiama. Welcome to Around the Arena's Kiama Community Radio sports program, where you can regularly hear what's happening in sport across the region. Sport involves many people carrying out many functions. This week I had a chat with a man who follows his love of sport and records some of the most spectacular incidents through his love of photography. Brian Scott can be seen, rain, hail or shine, clicking away around our sporting arenas each week, capturing classic images of our sportsmen and women. I was so happy to chat with Brian about photography and how sport fits into his life. This is what we discussed. So this morning I thought I'd try and catch up with someone that I've seen around many, many sporting arenas in my time here in, uh, here in Kiama over the last uh, 40 years. A terrific guy. He sees sport from a different perspective. He sees it through the, the lens of a camera. So Brian Scott, photographer extraordinaire. Welcome to Kiama Community Radio. Thanks very much, Glenn, for that uh, wonderful uh, build-up. So over the years I've seen you doing photography everywhere around lots of sports. What drove that passion to get into photography? Well, Glenn, I was sent out to Brewarrina as a young teacher, 62 miles from Burke, and they had a darkroom in the school, and the teacher who was running that darkroom was leaving to go on a transfer to Sydney, and they didn't have anyone to operate the darkroom. And I had no interest in photography. I had, didn't even have a camera. And I put my hand up and said, well, I'll do it. So I had to learn very quickly. And luckily, I was uh, sharing a house with a returned serviceman from Vietnam who had gone through an art college in the United States. And he had done some basic photography and he was able to tell me the basics. And from there, I went into the dark room and it became an obsession, which has lasted virtually since I was 22. And from there, I um, got really passionate about photography. I bought a camera and learnt to develop my own film and process uh, and print photos. I taught the, the students at uh, Brewarrina Central School of Photography. And then I've carried that passion uh, through my life, um, particularly in my working life. I've taught photography at Warilla High School for 35 years, which was a wonderful life. And on the side, I took photos, sold them at one stage for a while, and then worked for about 20 years for the Kymer Independent, developing photos and printing them for the, uh, for the Independent newspaper in the late times. And then I worked for the Sunday Telegraph for three years, and the Wollongong Bureau, I did the uh, NRL in the old days when they were the, the Wollongong Steelers and um, the Wollongong Wolves and the basketball crowd when Gordie McLeod was a young player and all the different things that went along with newspaper photography like car crashes and drowndings and all sorts of uh, terrible things but there were some pleasurable aspects to it as well. So, and then it's just continued on to today when I, I'm still passionate about it as ever. Well, that's fantastic. So, over the years, you must have seen lots of different, lots of, I guess, development in photography. I remember that's doing a, some that's developing. That's a pun, Glenn, uh, developments in oh, photography. Oh, sorry, yeah, I didn't mean that. I'm, <laughs> I'm normally not that smart, I've got to tell you. So, so anyway, um, it, I won't say it again, but let, let me say, put it this way then. You've seen many changes in photography, I would have thought. Absolutely. I I can go back to the dark room. We did a lot of uh, uh, development when I was in 
in my training as a metallurgist. So during that time, I mean, we've gone from developing photos through to Instamatic sort of stuff. Now it's just click, and if you don't like it, you get rid of it. So That's... tell me about the changes you've seen. Uh, the changes I've seen, well, we started off um, in, in 1979 when I got interested in photography, when I came back to uh, Warilla High School and lived in Kiama. And the, I'd had a, a few prior years' experience at Brewarana with uh, developing film and printing and, um, and uh, doing the photos. So it was all uh, by the roll of film, 36 exposures or 24 exposures, and you were very careful with the photos you took. You tried to get them in focus and tried to get uh, good composition so that um, you made the most of your, your dollars that you spent. And then you'd spend hours in the darkroom uh, developing the, the film and uh, printing the photos and hoping that you got a good one, particularly good enough uh, for the newspaper early in the piece. But going forward, autofocus came into cameras and uh, people take that for granted these days, that you just see a picture and it focuses for you. And then we had automatic uh, cameras that uh, had auto exposure, which was a, a major leap forward for, for those of us who had manual cameras and had to expose very carefully. And then, of course, we've got digital cameras these days, which makes things so much easier. Expensive to buy the top end of the digital cameras, but extremely fast focusing and uh, wonderful to shoot with when we go to sports events particularly. So speaking of types of photography then, uh, what's, do you have a, a passion for any type? Any, is anything more exciting? I mean, I love rodeo, but now these days it's all video. It's not the still photographs that, uh, that I've seen. And some of those black and white ones you, you've done with Surf Club and things like that over the years have been sensational. Yep. But do you have a passion for any particular sport? I love all the unpredictable sports, Glenn, like Rodeo. I did an article for Inside Sport magazine in uh, 1999. So I'd been to a lot of Rodeos leading up to that. And I still love the unpredictability of Rodeo. Uh, I did the World V8 um, jet boat championships out at Tamora, which was wonderful because when they get out of shape, uh, you can get some great shots there. And they go so quick, you know, from uh, zero to about 100 kilometres in about three and a half seconds. So all the unpredictable sports I love, but I just love seeing people involved in sport. Having been a PE teacher for my working life and teaching photography, the two passions went together. So I've always been around sport and I think it brings out the best in people and sometimes, unfortunately, the worst too. But generally speaking, it brings out the best in people. And one of the things that I love about photography is that you communicate with the masses through it. Everyone likes to see the photos and people love to see photos of themselves in action. Even when they're not smiling, they, they might have facial expressions that they sort of regret. But uh, they tend to love seeing themselves being published in the newspapers or on the Bugle app these days. So how do you handle... We were both uh, at Kaima, Chittick Oval in Kaima, earlier in the week, watching, I thought it was a fantastic game of rugby league, the under-14s. Yeah, wonderful, yeah. But one side was absolutely euphoric at the end of the game, and the other side was all down in the dumps. How do you get around all that, you know? Um, you, you take the photos, do you offer those down-in-the-dumps ones, as I'd call uh, them? I try people? not to, Glenn. I, uh, I try to make it a happy 
happy uh, occasion for the players. So if they're down the dumps, I tend not to photograph that sort of stuff. If people get injured, I tend not to, to photograph that or use those images. I try to make it uh, so that people get the most out of the sport and enjoy it. And that's what I enjoy, seeing them get some recognition for their efforts. And, and I just love, particularly these days, seeing the ladies playing Oz tag and uh, you know league tag and all the ladies getting involved in AFL. It's wonderful that we've got such a nursery here of young players coming through that I think will give Kyama uh, the strength in, in sport in the future. So, yeah, I try and avoid the, the bad ones. I try and um, build up the good ones. And like you say, the, the games with Kaima High School, the University Shield and the Buckley Shield, wonderful games. And full credit to the coaches from Kaima High School and the, and the students. They, they were wonderful. The spectators were terrific. They were very supportive of both teams the other day. And, and that's why I love sport so much. Your photography now is appearing in the Bugle. The Bugle must... They must be pretty happy to get you, I've got to tell you. Um, how did that come about? Well, I saw a, a little article that uh, Kathy Law, the editor and owner of the uh, newspaper, had written that they wanted a, a sports journalist. I approached a friend of mine, but he wasn't interested. And I thought, well, I'll go and see Kathy. So I popped into Kathy's office one day and introduced myself and said, look, I'll do the photos, but I'm not much of a writer. So it went from there. She was very happy to have me come in on a voluntary basis to do the photos. And that's what I've continued to do for the last, um, well, going on two years now. I've had about 1,600 photos published or put on the app. Uh, which has been wonderful for our local players. And I just take the photos on weekends and send them in on Sunday night or Monday morning. And Kathy puts them on the Bugle app and I hope people look at them. I, I get a little bit of feedback um, from some people, but it's amazing that you can roll up the next weekend and people will say, oh, we saw your photos. And other people uh, haven't looked through the week, which is which is funny. But uh, I just love doing it, and I love giving something back to our community. And I love uh, seeing the the both the young people and the older players um, playing sport. Last weekend, I did uh, some photos in in a fairly heavy rain of the over forty five soccer players. And they still think they're 18 and they run around like kids. But even in the rain, they, they were pretty serious about their soccer. And I think that's wonderful too. Thanks very much for talking to me today, Brian. I, I really love your photography. I've got to say that. <laughs> Thank we'll you. have to get you along for um, Kaima Community Radio. You can, you, we, might, uh, we might get you at those exorbitant uh, <laughs> rates you get from the Bugle. Voluntary rates. I know all about those. <laughs> so we'll have to get you along and, and you can do some stuff for us too. I'd love to have you on board. Thank you very much, Glenn. It's a pleasure to talk to you. And uh, I just hope that we continue to have a strong sporting community in Kaima in the future. So do I. And thanks again, Brian. Good on you. KCR, Kiama Community Radio.org. For the community, by the community. In rugby league news, last week I advised you that there was a game of high school football on on Monday at Chittick Oval. Well, I happened to attend that game of football, and by golly, it was one of the best games I've seen. In fact, two of the best games I've seen. One was an under 14s match between Kiama High School and Rutherford. The other was an open age match 
between Kaimah High School and Callaghan Sports High from Newcastle. The under-14s match was an absolute thriller. Won 18 points to 16 by Kaimah. And for mine, players that stood out in this match were Phoenix John, Reed Palmer and Jet Brookfield. In the open age match, Kaimah quite easily accounted for Callaghan High. 34 points to 14. Best for Kaimah being Jasper Scobie and Hayden Buchanan. On the day, I noticed two NRL scouts present at the ground. I'm sure they were taking notes. Both teams now move on to the state finals, which will be held on the 13th of September in Cessnock. After the under-14s match, I spoke to their coach, Peter Quine. This is what he had to say. So I'm here with Peter Quine. I've just watched a fantastic game of football in the Buckley Shield. Quine has come out on top. Gee, it was a cracking game, Peter. It was. No, the, the guts showed in that second half, uh, particularly going to half time where we had a man in the sin bin. So coming out of half time, we needed to have a big start the second half and we, we guts it out, that's for sure. So Buckley Shield, it's under 14, I believe, but by golly, there's some big boys out there. Yeah, at that age, you've got the big boys and you've got some little ones. Uh, today was sort of evened out, but yeah, no, a couple of our big guys got us home there in the end with the points. Well, I also saw the littlest bloke on the field. They ran at him right on your line there one stage. Thought they'd score. He, he cuts them down. Nah, Jet Brookfield will do that every day of the week. He's a, he's a very good little defender. Great player. Absolutely. Uh, so where to from here? I just found out the final is going to be at Cessnock. I'm not sure of the opposition yet on September 13. Well, believe it or not, that's my hometown. So good luck up there. No worries. Appreciate the support. All the best. In South Coast AFL, congratulations to the Powers under-13 girls team this weekend winning their semi-final against the Wollongong Lions. The girls now move into the grand final, which will be played next weekend. Good luck, girls. And finally, just another reminder, KCR is now streaming. To listen in, all you need to do is go to your app store, download the Kaima Community Radio app, and start listening. That's all I have time for this week. But if you'd like your sport to be part of the program, contact me at kcradiocontent at gmail.com. I'm Glenn Shepherd, and I hope to see you around one of our sporting arenas. This program is brought to you by Kiama Leagues Club, the modern, friendly heart of Kiama. You've been listening to Kiama Community Radio. The views, information or opinions expressed during this segment are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of Kiama Community Radio.